Hi, folks. This is your host, Christian Hagen here. Uh, quick note about this episode. Very important note about this episode. This is the first time we've ever done a movie that is currently in theaters. When this episode drops, you can go and see this movie in a movie theater, and that is the only way to currently see it. Now, I bring this up because we do talk spoilers. We talk about this movie as if you've seen it. And speaking, look, folks, I don't normally say stuff like this. You have to see this movie. I don't mean just in terms of you have to see this movie in order to listen to this episode and understand it because that is true. But you have to see this movie because it's an incredibly good movie from an incredibly good uh, cast and crew that is incredibly representational of an incredibly warm and receptive concept. I lost the sentence. What matters is this is a great movie. You should all see it. Before listening to this episode, if you are even a little curious about it, 100% see it and see it this weekend because you might not get another chance. If you know one of us, we'll go with you. Yes. Honestly, honestly, if you know one of us and you're like, I don't know, you want to go with me? Fucking yes, I will go see this movie. I've seen it four times. I will see it five. I will see it six. Okay? Reach out. I'll do that. And touch faith. And touch faith. You know, every band has at least one real stinker. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. A lot of bands have at least one real mm-hmm. stinker. Most mm-hmm. bands mm-hmm. have at least one real stinker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and my that's... Postal Service. One album, that's it. Real stinker. <laughs> and it was a real stinker. <laughs> Take that, Postal Service. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I like Postal Service. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're pretty they're good. They're nice. I like they're fine. them, too. Excuse me. Ben Gibbard's voice isn't really for me, but... No, it's not Fair. for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> it's for the world. Yeah. You can you do like anti dedications like that? Like this album is for Christian Hagen. Like this album is not for Christian Hagen. Like, yeah, you, put that? For you can probably do that. Except exactly. explicitly yeah. Christian yeah. Hagen. Okay. If, if you see a Christian Hagen buying this album, deny. <laughs> do well, not then, sell. I, then I'd like to put it out there in the universe. This Our podcast is not for Ted Cruz. He can <laughs> I mean, never I listen to it. He's not allowed. Ben Gibbard, Take that, Ted. Ted Cruz. No, ben, ben Gibbard can listen to it. He just can't tell anyone. Actually, mm. no, I take that back. He nope. has to tell everyone. He if to. he listens to it, he has to tell everyone. <laughs> ben Gibbard, you are now contractually obligated yeah. to tell everyone. We know you're listening. <laughs> tell them. Um, and get oh, Julianne man. Moore in here. What is she doing? <laughs> Do they know each other? I don't know. Oh, I assume hey, one person's just, semi-famous. Yeah. The other yeah. person's really famous. They've met. They must have met. Yeah. She's yeah. probably either yeah. the cab or the cutie. In Death oh Cab God. for Kitty. Or Death. Or maybe. Death. She could she be, death. be Death. You know what? Is Julianne more Death? Mm. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. Next context. <laughs> <laughs>
First context is Julianne Moore death. That's nothing to do with even a context. I love it. Doesn't even bring um, it up. Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Hello. Each episode, we watch a movie, and then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts, which challenge us to talk about movies in ways that literally no one else has ever talked about those movies. And folks, tonight we have a very special one for you. This is the very first time that we have ever done a movie that is still in theaters, and we wanted to do it right after it came out, and through a series of unfortunate events, we've been unable to do so. Not through the show, a series of unfortunate events, but uh, so it's late in the movie's run. It's been out for two weekends now. We're coming up on the third, and uh, but it's such a good movie. And normally, I don't do the like good, bad, whatever. But I'm like, screw it. This time, I want everyone to see this movie. Everyone, if you're listening to this and you have not seen this movie, do so immediately. Drop whatever you're doing. You know, kill kill anyone in your path. Drive without without regard for the law, and mm. make sure to threaten anyone who tries to stop you with bodily harm. And then go see this movie. It'll be fun. You'll like it. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, the movie is book smart. The directorial debut of Olivia Wilde, starring Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Devers. I've been struggling to remember the names of people. Joining me, as always, are my dear friends, brothers in arms, and co-hosts, Mr. David Gucci. I'm the bird now. And Matthew Bond. I'm still the me. <laughs> I don't understand your <laughs> reference there, David. It's not. It's a reference to an experience I had earlier today that neither of you know about, but I'm you about to bird? tell you about. I biked faster than a bird today. What? And I what? looked back at it. <laughs> and I didn't say it out loud, but in my head I said, I'm the bird now. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, it was like a little sparrow, and it was biking against the wind, and I was biking against the wind, but I have a little bit less, like, like my power doesn't rely as much on wind resistance, I think, or mm. the lack thereof. And mm. so like I was biking faster than a bird and that blew my mind. And I was like, yeah, take that, bud. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I'm the bird now. So I didn't say it out loud. I wish I would have on the off chance that like someone would have been around yeah. to like hear that yeah, happen. Absolutely. But I said it on the podcast now. So hopefully that same person mm-hmm. who saw me doing it earlier will listen to this and go oh that's what was happening david the bird gutchy (laughs) and matthew himself (laughs) bond (laughs) matthew bond as himself yes (laughs) and 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 with matthew bond as himself (laughs) um and and also and and as um uh yes so book smart we'll Mm. do a brief recap uh for folks who maybe saw it opening weekend and forgot uh, Booksmart is about two young women, uh, specifically Molly and Amy, best friends uh, in high school, high school seniors, and the two of them on the day before graduation are going to school. They're, they're two young women who have devoted their high school careers to academic rigor at the expense of their social lives. Yeah. And then they discover through well molly discovers really and then reveals this to amy through a horrible moment of uh 
uh, discomfort in a bathroom. That uh, <laughs> we've all been there. That not only um, did they not party in high school, but the people who partied, who they had been looking down on and making fun of, got into the same schools that they did. <laughs> so they have a minor breakdown, or Molly has a minor breakdown. Mm-hmm. Very true. And in, and drags Amy along on a mission to convinces Amy to join her in a mission to party the night before graduation as hard as they can. There's so much that happens in this movie. I don't want to recap everything. Basically, there's a series of foibles. They go to one party that's not the right party. They go to another party that's not the right party. (laughs) They try to find their way to the real party through a meeting with a very creepy pizza delivery man that comes back later in an amazing way that I can't believe they committed to. Mm. Um, And then uh, they get to the real party and things unfold emotionally Mm. uh there is there is a fight there is some sexual awakenings Mm. there's romance there's 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 singing (laughs) sorry i'm so sorry for that sound i made it was just an agreement sound but i realized after i said it that is poorly timed no it's okay i'm definitely gonna crank up the volume on you saying that yeah just make sure you amplify that a lot i'll give you a clean one if you want to put it wherever you want sure Mm. Perfect. Thank you. Um, and and real quick, what's the sound if you get punched in the stomach again? <laughs> <laughs> just in case you want to use that after sexual yeah. awakenings too. Well, I'll probably just use it as my te- as my text sound <laughs> whenever I get a text. Perfect. Message. That makes me feel good. Bustin makes me feel good. Can I? What's that? What's that Bustin sound then? <laughs> oh, <it's> so <laughs> satisfying. Really earn that um, pilly. Really earning that pilly. <laughs> anyway, so long story short. Molly, Amy, and then the various other characters, which we will discuss along the way. Everyone has a sort of redemptive moment. It's a movie that is very sweet. It refuses to punch down, even when it seems like it's going to in the early stages. It it brings it around. And by the end of the movie, you're just going to leave with a big smile on your face. Mm -hmm. I did. I was there. I saw. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Can can confirm. Can confirm. Can confirm. All right, guys, enough of this prolonged recap. Do you guys want to just do the context? Yeah, let's just do the context. I think that's a great idea. Do you guys want to just do I feel like that's. I feel like we should do that. Let's go. We've spent all of high school (laughs) recapping. (laughs) We need to go to this context. (laughs) Is this Lord of the Rings? Oh. Okay. Yes. Is Booksmart Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yes, is the answer. And the answer yeah. is yes. yes. Absolutely. It, it, Next wow. context. Oh my God. It actually <laughs> totally it's is. Shockingly. It's it's one hundred percent Lord of the Rings. It's a hero's yeah. journey. It's a hero's journey with two main characters. Oh my God! That I know exactly other. who Gollum is. Yeah. It's Go- Gollum's <laughs> easy. Gollum is easy. Gollum hey. is Gigi. Gollum yeah. is one hundred percent Gigi. Oh my God! Because yes. Comes out of nowhere. Is an agent of chaos. Agent of chaos. (laughs) Helps, sort of, but also derails at many points. Yeah. Uh, Wow, Gollum is Gigi. Weirdly obsessive. And Zendaya is Michi. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's favorite meme that's still relevant. Still so relevant. Um, What was that, a year ago? That had to have been paid for by the studio that made that movie, right? I'd be very surprised if it wasn't. So is Booksmart Lord of the Rings? (laughs) Dude, for sure. This is is great. We've got, okay, so the real question to me. Sure. Because I think it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. It's obvious. It Mm -hmm. is. Molly and Amy, Frodo and Sam. 
Yes. But which one is which? Right. Oof. It's very difficult. I I have an opinion. Okay. But it's tricky. Spill it, sister. Yeah, dish the gas, baby. Well, it's tricky because they sort of both, much like Frodo and Sam, mm-hmm. they have a dynamic that is occasionally flipped. Mm-hmm. Where sure. yeah. at one at sometimes one of them is pushy and the other one mm-hmm. is uh, reluctant, mm-hmm. and at other times one of them is obstinate or stubborn, mm-hmm. and the other person is more pleading. True. True. Mm-hmm. Um. Which are like two sides of the same coin, but at the mm. same time, yeah. I'm kind of jumping to the to the end of <laughs> that, but uh, no, that's fine. I was <laughs> I was honestly stalling so I could make a decision. Um, but uh, Caitlin Deaver's character, uh, Amy. Amy, Amy, yes, she ends up going away at the end, so that's kind of more of a Frodo. Mm, that thing. That is more of a Frodo. Oh thing. my God, you're right. Yeah, that's I was true. thinking she was probably the Frodo anyway. See, here's yeah. why I think she's the Sam. Oh. Okay, because she finds maybe some romantic fulfillment at mm, the end of the movie. That's true. Whereas Beanie, Molly, mm-hmm. whoever, Molly, <laughs> the character's <laughs> name is Molly. Yes, yes. Uh, Beanie is just a much more Beanie. interesting name. Yes. Pretty He's awesome name. Let's be honest. Great name. Yes. Uh, I think, here's my argument for why I think Amy is Sam. Dish. And I think Molly is Frodo. I think mainly this movie, Booksmart, is like if Lord of the Rings had a fight between Sam and Frodo at the end that was about their relationship. Because I think Frodo took Sam for granted a lot. And I think Mm. Molly takes Amy for granted a lot, and that's what she calls her out on. I think Frodo was just Ah. like obsessed with being this chosen one and not really thinking about Sam's feelings and just kind of bringing him along this journey, being like, no, come on, we got to do this. We got to go to this party where we drop this ring into this big fire. Like, that's the party. And they they get there. Sam does all a lot of the work and, you know, is thanked a bit, but could, if he was a pettier person, definitely been like, all right, bud, like, I've been carrying you, I've been carrying this ring, I've been trying to fend off Gollum, like, and you're just getting wrapped up by spiders and shit, like, come on, like, recognize me. I think that, that to me, the main conflict of this movie could have happened in Lord of the Rings, given different circumstances, and I think the roles would have been that way. That's my argument. That's a very compelling argument. <sighs> that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say I would say it's good, it's but it but. carries some flaws. Uh oh. Because Frodo and Sam did have an argument yeah. about their relationship in the Lord of the Rings, the film. Yeah. And they did split up. And you know mm-hmm. who, oh no. <laughs> oh just, yeah. No. Yes. Wait. You know who came to save the day when Eagles. Frodo got captured and imprisoned was Sam Sam mm-hmm. rescued Frodo <gasps> oh, coming jail. back after the okay. fight oh, okay yeah, yeah. S- Sam was also by the end mm. of the journey Frodo didn't actually want to drop the ring into Mount Doom True. Yeah. it was Sam who was pushing mm. him mm-hmm. much like Beanie is pushing mm-hmm. Amy to go to the party mm. to stay at the party when Amy at the last second to mm. her mind mm. at least right just flakes out yep. and mm. wants to leave. That's so an interesting point. Yeah. yeah. I also, yeah. those are, hmm. So instead of thinking of Amy as being the one that was supportive and helpful the whole time, she's the one that sort of needed to be brought along or she wouldn't have even been there. Right. Like Frodo. Right. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, mm. Frodo did almost give up at the end. Yeah. And it yeah. was really the encouragement of, yeah. Frodo was given the call to action, but Frodo mm. was sort of like burdened with it. Whereas Sam was like, all right, if you're doing this, I'm in. I'm I'm all mm. like, he was more gung ho about it than Frodo was by the end because he knew that, yeah, he wanted to be at home in his bed, but they'd come this far. They needed to see it through. Whereas Frodo by the end was just like gone. Like he just, That's he true. just couldn't. He couldn't really bring himself to do the thing that he knew he needed yeah. to do, which for Amy was going to this party. Mm, that's true. So I also think you have a good point because there was that Frodo Gollum sex scene and Frodo threw up on Gollum. So I think Frodo yeah. is Amy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, she didn't have sex with Gigi, so... Couldn't oh, that's that. true. Yeah, then, never mind. Doesn't check out. You yeah. just broke Frodo, our world. Frodo threw up on Gollum, but that isn't relevant. Yeah, that did happen, <laughs> but it isn't relevant. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, that did happen. It was more in the books. You could find yeah. it in the Silmarillion. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. in the subtext. Okay. In the Silmarillion. It's in one of the, it's appendices. In one of the appendices. In the appendices. <laughs> also, Frodo and Gollum totally bone. <laughs> but it got a little weird, and then Frodo threw up on Gollum, and it got real awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to my tale. I'm J.R.R. Tolkien. Okay, okay, okay. okay we okay, could spend okay. all day on Frodo and Sam. And we sure could. And we definitely have Gollum. That's not even a question. Who's Mary and Pippin? We're Mary and Pippin. I think it's Alan and... Uh, Alan and George. George, yep. I yeah. Think, I think they're the like kooky, supportive, but doing their own thing couple. Mm-hmm. Although, because basically, like that's what uh, Mary and actually, Pippin are. Okay, you, you go what ahead. What do you think? Because uh, Gigi and... The what's his face? Sure. Uh, Alan. Both kind of disasters, or, like Marion. Is it Alan, the one that, oh, that has the boat? Jared. 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 Yeah. Gigi, yeah, Gigi and, Jared and Jared are, are kind of like a good. They're good actually option. like help them the most mm-hmm. uh, throughout yeah, the journey. Although they good. could also be other members. I mean, of the I fellowship. think Mary and Pippin don't really help them that much. That's Mary true. And Pippin are like doing their own. That's kind true. Of thing. They and become that's the their little slapstick. You're right. Yeah. I think maybe Jared could be like a Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's funny. You know what? Let's explore Actually, that. I yeah. said it as a joke. Hang on. Let's explore Hang it. Hang on. Let's explore it. Let's, okay. Gandalf the party awesome. boat. So he fireworks? brings them. <laughs> fireworks. That's yes. Oh, my God. The fireworks. You did it. Oh, my God. I forgot. Although he sets them off, but, but yeah. it's he, his. We can, we can at least imply yeah. that he probably it's his paid party. for them, right? In the appendices, Gollum was helping Gandalf with the fireworks, <laughs> so that checks out. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Okay. This opens up so much because Jared fucking Jared takes them from their mm-hmm. home uh-huh. to the first adventure, to the which wrong is place. which is the wrong place. Miss, he gets I have them no lost. Memory of this place. Yeah, he gets them <laughs> lost. Jared, when they arrive, but he yes. you know tries to make the best of it. He mm-hmm. he insists that he knows what's going on. Yeah. He knows what's up. He knows what to yeah. do. Yeah, but he doesn't ultimately. He doesn't. And much like That's Gandalf isn't a Gandalf. real wizard. Mm-hmm. Jared True. is not really good at parties um, no, and, right, but and being their friend, be so but he bad. wants to be. He mm. wants, and he wants them to think that he is. And then he goes away, and when he comes back, I think it's Jared the White. Yeah, he imparts <laughs> some wisdom. White, and he, he imparts beca- straight up wisdom. He becomes the wise character that they embrace at the end. Mm. He goes from <laughs> a failure who get leads them astray, but yeah. brings them to the first destination on their journey. And then he comes back, yeah. 
and he's the fucking no, voice but, of wisdom. But he, yeah. what he fights is a social Balrog. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not an actual. By Balrog. the way, social Balrog <laughs> is incredible. Thanks as for coming out tonight. We've been social Balrog. Social Balrog. <laughs> <laughs> this is our song, sinking down, fighting with whips. I've been trying to. But that's I feel like so I feel good. like social Balrog is like a label for something like. Like a hot it's topic like a issue, like, or like talking about abortion. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a real yeah. social, oh, that's ball a social ball rock. Oh, that's a social ball rock. Can't touch that. <laughs> You're on the other side of the bridge of that social ball rock. <laughs> that social ball rock is just going to drag it down. That social ball rock bill shall not pass. <laughs> there it is. You're going to have to do battle with that social ball rock <laughs> on the mountainside. <laughs> <laughs> well, that got me good. That was so good. Um, I had an alternate pitch for Alan and George, but I can't think of who would be Mary and Pippin because mm. my alternate pitch for actually here's a well okay. okay here's the thing okay let's think about Miss Nice yeah she probably actually Gandalf like yeah like more Gandalf that's correct but maybe Galadriel if we incorporate Wait, the okay. Hobbit no hang on okay sorry go on <laughs> yes she like, is Galadriel she could be a Galadriel yeah. figure and you know is also feminine or is which, she the eagle <laughs> the eagle she, gets she to the party. Kind rescue. of is the eagle. She, well, the eagle <laughs> more the eagle, rescues. The eagle fucks takes. I did think of a Merriam Pippin, by the okay, way. Okay, who is it? It's Theo and mm. Trevor. Yeah, yeah. The one who eats the, the ghost pepper, uh-huh. and then yeah. yeah, the ones that are in the bathroom. Yeah, they're with, like goofy, uh, and actually, they yes, and it's a, like they have you know, the better They vibe. have sort mm-hmm. of a semi occasionally antagonistic relationship. The Fellowship does the four hobbits yeah, yeah. Totally. at the beginning of the Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. They like you know they live together and they're friendly, but there's mm-hmm. like some like but Mary and Pippin are a little too uh, they're a little they annoying. Too yeah. Much. Yeah. yeah, and they're there to like kick off the adventure too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exciting events. Yeah, that's a good point. And you need those people at your party. <laughs> and Pippin or Mary, I can't remember which one. Oh no! Has that whole scene with that blonde woman? Uh, 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 you mean Eowyn? Eowyn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Mary, he, my lady. <laughs> and he's like doing that whole thing. He gets uh-huh. a crush. Wait, on so is Miss Nice Eowyn? She must be Eowyn. Sure, uh. she must be. Because she comes to the final battle, and she's not supposed to be there, but she hangs out anyway and does a great job and kills the Witch King, exactly. who is the fact that teachers shouldn't go to parties. <laughs> not not <laughs> yeah. sure what the yeah. Witch King social, is. Social yeah. awkwardness. Yeah. Social Witch King. Yeah, yeah. Social Witch King. We got, oh, that's a social Balrog. Balrog. We got a social Witch uh, King. <laughs> Most of the villains in this movie are just social <laughs> versions of the that's villains from the Rings. Yeah. There's like a, Who's the, the social Sauron? I was... David, I was just gonna say same, same page, same page. The social Sauron. <laughs> who is who socials the Sauron? Who socials the Sauron himself? Let's see. Uh, I don't know, man. I, is is yeah. it friendship? Like I that's think, how, it's no, hard. actually, it's honestly, I was thinking about this today. I was trying to think like what's something that links all of the characters in this movie together. Mm-hmm. And what I came up with is it's every character wants to be seen. Every character wants to be viewed in a certain way and they're struggling to get there. So like every character has a thing that they want other people to think about them and that they're self-consciously like trying to force into the world and it's not working. <laughs> like Molly wants to be smart, but then she realizes she wants to be seen as smart and fun. Mm. That's her whole thing. Mm-hmm. Amy wants to be, I mean, she's out as she talks a lot about being out as a lesbian but she's yeah. also like very shy and she doesn't right. understand Hasn't how the mechanics of it work done the things she doesn't she's not mm-hmm. outgoing but she wants to be seen yeah. as a viable so uh, partner yeah. sauron is the social pressures sauron mm. is either the social pressure 
You know what? Yeah, Sauron's the social <laughs> pressures. How about that? Sauron makes... Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think that works because he's a villain. He has to be yeah. a villain. Otherwise, like, the I see you thing is really good yeah. for yeah. being seen. But that's more like the, the good. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's more like I I'm see you being how... I'm glad you of things that are... <laughs> What is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were tiptoeing around. We're tiptoeing around. Okay, we're, not gonna, we're, not, we're not doing not it yet. Not this time. Not this time, <laughs> Dad. Um, I don't know why. Um, but uh, no, no, no. Oh, because Sauron is the one who who basically sees them the way that like the negative way that they're mm. afraid of being perceived. Mm-hmm. It's the way that they're yeah. like outward appearance. So that's why at the beginning of the movie you get like insecurity. You get Molly being very like standoffish and rude uh, to these other people mm-hmm. and them like basically conforming to these stereotypes in her view. And then they sort of stand up to her and she realizes over the course of the film that she's misjudged them, which is why she says mm. in the, in the graduation speech, I see you now. Mm-hmm. I didn't before, yeah. but I see you now. She's the Sauron. Yeah. <laughs> so she's no, no. <laughs> she's the Saruman. Saruman. Mm. Ooh. No. Still no. <laughs> no, but nope. Oh, it's tough to say no to Saruman. <laughs> it is. If Which one is why thing he has I've so learned, many children. How became uh, Saruman the White? If it. Yeah. If there's one thing I've learned from the Urukai, it's hard it's to, to say, say no to Saruman. Tear them all down. <laughs> the next line isn't no. <laughs> like, <laughs> Which I could spend the rest of the night on this context. It's so good. Right? It's so good. Oh, fuck me. It's just because I know Lord of the Rings so well. Like, I think we all do. It's like I mean, that's why I added this context yeah, is because we talk about it so much. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> God. It's... Yeah, this movie kind of correlates yeah. pretty fucking it well. It does pretty yeah. well because it has two main characters that go on a journey together. I mean, yes. it's basically, that's, that's a big part of it. But ultimately, cool. you know, there are challenges along the way. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a traditional, I mean, char- like a, uh, what are they, a hero's journey almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yeah. hero's journey in a high school. Yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty yeah. much what it is. And they run across similar problems along the way. Mm-hmm. Is Mike O'Brien the Balrog? <laughs> 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 is that the serial killer? No, he's the Balrog of no, the, the troll. No, the serial killer is uh, is Ooh, Saruman. Troll, maybe I think he's Saruman because it seems like he might help. Oh, and he's all about like, hey, don't show me your stuff. Like, yeah. don't let me look oh, at yeah. your yes. like yeah, your password and stuff. Wants to look. Oh my God, you're yeah. right. He oh, is the Saruman. He's the Saruman. <laughs> Because he ends up being a big villain, but an easily defeatable but villain. He, but especially at the start of the first Lord of the Rings, he's yep. offering he's help. He's, he's like, yeah. like, like think he's helping him, them. and he's like, yeah. hey, that's help so me out, bud. fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby. That's hilarious. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, so and I was gonna say, I think George and Alan are actually uh, Gimli and Legolas. Nice. <laughs> I was thinking that that would be good, especially yeah. because of their statures. Because of their statures, <laughs> yes, and also their sort of uh, clearly mm-hmm. antagonistic friendship. Mm-hmm. Can um, we can we pick an Aragorn and then move yeah, on? Yeah, we should probably context? pick an Aragorn because yeah. Aragorn is too important to not yeah. pick. It's gonna be I Nick, right? I, I have a mm, yeah. It's got to be Nick. Shoot, well, what's or, uh, what's what's? I his mean, face? He's, he hasn't uh, been which, assigned which, yet. Which character? The High Elf dude. I can't you remember. You mean Faramir? No, no, oh, no. Fa- uh, no uh, uh, fa- uh, you mean um, El- Elrond. Elrond. Dude, Elrond. Elrond, yeah, yeah, Elrond. Oh. I feel like should just be the principal. Yeah, Jason Yeah, correct. I mm. never want to see any of you again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it forever. Uh, that's great. Nice. Um, nice. Yep, yeah, I guess, I guess I would put Nick as the Aragorn. Yeah, just because he's yeah. heroic and idealized. And then I guess... Oh, 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 oh. Uh-oh. What'd you do? Oh, if Amy is, is the Frodo... Mm-hmm. 
Remember in Lord of the Rings when Arwen mm-hmm. rescues Frodo? Yeah. At the beginning? Uh-huh. And then Arwen <laughs> yeah. is in love yeah. with Aragorn. Oh, what? shit. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Oh, So Arwen fuck. is Megan? It, is no, that, her, that name is, name? her name is... Her name is... Mm. Oh, Ryan. Ryan, yes. Ryan, thank you. Yes. Ryan is the Arwen, and Nick is the Aragorn. Yes. Weird. Yes. Uh, The person that plays Ryan uh, doesn't even have a picture on IMDb, Victoria Ruska. Uh, No picture. So I was like, where is she? I don't see her. She's a very distinct face. Yeah, she seemed like kind of... Like I don't know if she's ever acted before, but she did a good job. She's like she's an own skateboarder in the, like, California. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. Nice job, Olivia. Uh, Thank you. Cool. So <laughs> I did not do any research. So Ryan thank you. <laughs> is Arwen, and Aragorn. Nick is Aragorn. I love it. There you go. I love because it. Because we all know Sam wanted to fuck Aragorn. That was always yeah, that was telegraphed. in the books. One hundred percent telegraphed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to another context, or else Sweet. I will continue talking about this yeah. forever. I mean, yes. we could do this Be- one for an hour. Feminist theory. This is, you guys, <laughs> this is the happiest I've been by two contexts in a row yeah, maybe ever perfect. on this show. We're going to get the two most inappropriate ones after this. Yeah, that's going to be a bummer. But Karma. honestly, yeah. fucking feminist theory for Booksmart. Great. I mean, this, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's, okay, let's set aside the fact that it is directed by, written by, and starring women. Mm-hmm. That alone, in Head terms start. of Hollywood yeah. diversity- also, big. crew behind the scenes is prominently women. Prominently mm. women, yes. Cool. That's something that is increasingly, it's getting better. Mm-hmm. But as studies have shown, female directors, especially in Hollywood, are significantly underrepresented in terms of the population, more so than most industries in entertainment. Mm, interesting. There are very few female directors getting work. There are very few female-led movies. The, the, the point is that mm-hmm. they're just yep. it's an underrepresented field, and so seeing that is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, the representation is fantastic. Like the overwhelming representation, not yes. just oh, yep. it's female director, and, you know, but lots, lot on all levels. Yep. Mm. Um, and I think partly because of that, or largely because of that, it it sort of evolves the way that a lot of these teen comedies treat uh, the sexuality of its characters mm. without eliminating it. There are sometimes they'll overcorrect when they have a teen comedy where they don't want to be too explicitly creepy about it, yep. where they'll just make their characters basically asexual. Right. And they didn't do that. They were like, no, they're young women and mm-hmm. they're sexually interested. It's just that they don't have to be like, it doesn't have to be weird. Right. We don't have yes. to be like zooming in on their asses the whole time or like yeah. ogling people's bits constantly. <sighs> mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it, it resists the male gaze. Um, right. Surprise! Yeah, hooray! <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, there I, we could, there's so many things. It's hard to decide yeah, where to start. That's so weird because that's absolutely a very, very important and true part of this movie. But resisting the male gaze feels like also an incredibly low theoretical bar. Yeah, and yet it actually maybe maybe even resisting that, is the wrong word, but more just like no, it just doesn't it doesn't have it, it doesn't have it. It's not present. There present. isn't one, right? right? Because it's not made by a male, mm. and so even if a male made this movie, perhaps, yeah, you would, you could give it some like a, oh hey, cheers, you, you know, you may have 
in your world of cinema had the instinct to do this for the people you think are watching this movie, but you didn't, and that's cool in a way. Yeah, a, you know, absolutely. you don't get a gold star or something, but like, good job, did okay. Yeah, this is, it doesn't even doesn't even matter. It's not even a thing. Nope. Um, there it does it does something we've talked about before, where it has a diverse, uh, it has diversity within its groups. So you've got women, but you've got all kinds of young women that who come from different backgrounds, Binders different women. social stratas, different um, different beliefs about what they should do on a day to day. I'm sorry. What did you? I actually didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he I just, said binders full of women. I was like, yeah, there uh, are binders this, full, yeah. of, full no, of him. No, 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 you're right. There are binders full of women in this movie. Um, are there binders in this movie? No. Yes. Are there? Oh, there are. There, uh, mm-hmm. I think when they're like looking stuff up in the library, they open yes, some binders. Yeah. Binders. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Full of women. Um, and there were probably some women in those binders. There had to be legally. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, so. part of the contract that Olivia drew up when she was making this movie. Yeah. But, all right, <laughs> gotta have a woman in those binders. Anyway, go on, Christian. Yes. No, I mean, I, I just, I love. We've talked about this before, but when when you've got a, a a movie that strives to be representational, it it makes it so much more refreshing to not just see like, oh, it's a bunch of young women. It's like, well, but it's a bunch of different kinds of young women who feel real in their own ways they have their own interests their own desires their own wants their own needs their own ways of expressing themselves beyond even just like how they dress and act it's like you know like the the, their personality types their moods their expectations um it's you get a wide swath of of different kinds of uh female representation totally and that's i mean yeah. yeah. That's great and it's rare. And it's great. And that's why that's one other reason to like go go like give it a little bit of money in the box office. Like Seriously. Mm-hmm. Show oh, the studios 100%. that you actually like it. Here's the one thing that I feel like really stood out about Booksmart in relation to other movies, not many, but other movies that I've seen that are like, oh, that was a you know, that was rock solid, actually a good feminist movie, not just a movie about a woman made by a bunch of men that appealed to that sort of hashtag. Right. The intersection of body positivity and feminism in this movie is amazing, and I love it. Yep. I love that at no point the diversity of body type was really even a part of why certain romantic options worked out or didn't. Yep. I loved that, yep. and I was really worried about that. Same. Uh, I was worried that you know, there's a scene where Molly and Nick are flirting, and it's getting you know they're like they're touching bodies a little bit, and they're playing some beer pong, and there's like a lot of chemistry, and they're like really hitting it off. Well, and Molly and Amy when they when they're talking about it, and she's explaining the reasons why she doesn't think she could ever be with Nick, mm-hmm. and it starts as a list of the reasons why she wouldn't want to because it's right. like not because she doesn't because like she him. doesn't, <clears throat> and it's like yeah maybe. You know he's he's charming and yeah. biologically I think he's whatever whatever right. yeah and it's like but of the reasons she gives that she doesn't think she can be with him when it gets towards the end she I think might say he only dates girls who look like triple A but that's not mm-hmm. that's not the line but that's not a, the line yeah. is when she refers to herself as a butter personality and that's mm-hmm. when Amy Amy yep. slaps her in it the slaps face her in the yeah face. yeah um, which <laughs> is so great good. that's so good um, but it, but it really does. Uh, 
it means a lot that in that monologue and in that scene, at no point does a judgment of a body right come in, of her body specifically. Yes, it's not in. specifically that she is inferior, just yes. that she's not. She doesn't think she's his type. Mm-hmm. And then when it, when the inferiority comes in is when she criticizes her personality. Yeah, or, which is also a thing. I mean, you know, insecurity well, it's is, it's, and representing yeah. insecurity in, of your body is also a very legitimate thing to do in a movie. And so yeah. I'm not saying that people should just stop talking about their bodies, right. but that the temptation absolutely could have been there or maybe was there. And they decided, you know what? No, we've had enough of that. Hollywood has had way too much of women hating <laughs> yes. their bodies. What if we didn't? What if we just and didn't? What if we didn't? What if we just w- fucking didn't? It worked out so well and I loved it so much. So that's like the, of all of the ways that this movie is very feminist, I think that is one important way that also, this movie we, is feminist. Have we talked about like uh, how they deal with like slut shame? Like the triple A story I think was really Yes, mm, that's a good like point. I agree. Women supporting women. Yeah. Uh, how... She was called this like horrible slut shaming yeah. name AAA, yeah. And she kind of expected the guys to, but not the girls, and that's what got her the most. And yeah, that's like an all too true thing. Absolutely, um, I like that that was addressed so well in this. Yeah, and I felt like they dealt with that story really well because, yeah. not just because of the way the name situ- like the nickname situation, but because the antagonism that it causes between them yeah. is ultimately resolved by them just fucking talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Like it's, just being it's, people it's in like, a car together. Yeah. When they're when they're in their head spaces where it's like where she's like, that's a girl who does those kinds of things, therefore I must look down on her. And she's like, that's a girl who calls me something like that, so therefore I must hate mm. her. Yeah. And then when they just fucking talk about it and they yeah. realize like Oh no! I never actually hated you because of this, and like, yeah, it's dumb that I called you that. Like, yeah. Well, even at the beginning of the movie, like Amy says, "Don't call her that." Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And do you see? You know, do you see the guys getting degrading nicknames? Uh, and it's like, well, what's his name is called Dick Splinter. That's just a f- factual <laughs> that's statement. Just factual statement. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, God, there's so many fucking great lines in this movie. Very uh, true. But. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's just, it's like an, it's a, it's a mountain of positivity for, yeah. for, for different, and, and, oh, and the other thing about the AAA storyline, that's what I was going to get to is, um, they don't do something which sometimes you'll see in movies like this. I think I've, I think it's a storyline that's been done where there's like a character who gets sort of like slut shamed throughout and then you find out, no, they're actually a virgin. They've never done anything. She, that's not right. what happens with she her. Right. Did, yeah. She have did sex. those things, but she did it of her own volition, yeah. and yep. it was like she wanted to. Yeah. Because she wanted to, she mm. wanted to enjoy it. She wanted privacy. Yep. It makes sense to hook up in a car, um, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was a great because again, could have just pivoted the way of like it didn't even happen. I was just being nice. I misunderstood. I don't actually have yeah. sex, and therefore I'm good. Yep. Yep, which Instead, op- it was just no, I still do. Yeah, which is how a lot of yeah, like you said, a lot of movies handle that, which shows, opens up the window to everybody in real life just to be like, oh, so we can still make fun of the girls that do that. Yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Look, the triple A's, maybe they're just like having a nice time and they want to. So like, stop judging them for what they're doing. Who yeah, cares? Exactly. And the irony of it is, um, when Molly is uh, telling Amy that they should watch some porn so that she <laughs> can understand what lesbian sex is, actually entails. Um, <laughs> 
and she's like, excuse me, are you judging other people's sexual preferences? Um, I thought you <laughs> yeah. were a sex positive feminist. <laughs> and then the fact that like, yeah. like she's also been insulting this other woman mm-hmm. for her sexual yeah. uh, the ex- escapades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's good that a movie that has that line in it doesn't accidentally become hypocritical. And yeah, in uh, fact, yeah. the character the who that does happen to is Jared. Jared is the one who they make mm. jokes about him yeah. sleeping with yeah. a prostitute. That's, true, that's the yeah. rumor that yep. goes through the school. And then it turns out he hasn't ever slept with anyone. Yeah. Yep. Um, huh. And that's fine. I mean, like, it, it, it has both, but in ways that are, I don't know. It, it's just, it's different to see it from the male perspective for one. Yeah. They're basically slut shaming him for sleeping with a prostitute, which is kind of weird in yeah. reverse. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a good activity. But I, like Jared is a good example of how this movie deals with... Uh, I mean, he's one of the only ones that struggles with what masculinity is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think and so. And he kind of comes out on the other side of it a little in his vulnerable moments, and I think that's very important because he could have just as easily been... Again, this movie, every character has texture. It's not yep. just Jared could have been party guy, party scene. That's his last scene. Yep. That's it. And then yep. he shows up at the end and does some stupid just like thing. Like a rich doof. Yeah, just yep. a rich idiot that was funny. Like, good, hey, good <laughs> jokes. Funny jokes, Jared. Nice job. You wore that helmet. Ha ha ha. And, but instead, his insecurities come to the front and he's able to be honest about them and able to talk about his sexual past and the lies that he's told and the ways that he feels bad or. And his alone. interests. That's and another his, thing. And I actually, actually like that detail because it's yeah, like it's great. he's interested in two very specific yeah. things, but they're like the kinds of interests that someone might have. Mm-hmm. They're not very, like. Very reasonable. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And for some reason, he's just sort of been ashamed to talk about them yep. or he just never felt like there's ever been a chance to talk. Mm-hmm. Again, he wants to be seen. Mm-hmm. He wants to be understood. Mm-hmm. But he's putting up a front because he thinks that's what will work. That's, that's what will get Being a in. cool man is. Exactly. And it's not because it it's clearly not, is not working. No, it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. Yeah. So I like, I like that narrative. I like him as a character that represents how. Being that sort of person doesn't, you're not, you're not getting anywhere with right. that for yourself. Mm-hmm. You might, you to be honest, you might get somewhere, like in in a world that it does respect that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you might get somewhere, but you're not getting anywhere truly deep down inside your heart. Yeah. Mm-mm. And you know, let's prepare to get consensually bashed. <laughs> Him listening to "Lean In" in the car was oh. maybe one of my favorite things that's ever <laughs> happened. The license in a movie. plate reveal, fuck boy. The license yeah. plate <laughs> reveal actually says "fuck boy." So good, <laughs> but just oh my god, ugh, that line. Mm. There's a lot about this movie yep. mm-hmm. to talk about in terms of feminism, and I feel like maybe we. I mean, there's no way we can get to all of it. Sure. Um, we're also maybe not the ideal people to talk about it, but I think there's sure. a lot to uncover. Did we get into, other than Jared, was there really anything in terms of toxic masculinity? Because, of course, that is a part of feminist theory that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it really became an issue otherwise. Nothing that... Yeah, not really. Nothing that's jumping out like, at me. Yeah, nothing that yeah. really jumps out. There probably is something, but... Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. But I didn't notice it. Yeah. <laughs> right. so that, I mean, <laughs> yeah. hey, that's that's good. And I yeah. think yeah. because we, I, you know, I know the three of us have talked about it. When we see it, you know, we've experienced people being toxic 
you know, in their masculinity in our lives. And when yes. we see it in movies, we're like uncomfortable about it. We've talked about yep. it when we see it. So I, I feel like if we didn't notice it as people who are probably looking for that kind of thing. Um, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, having seen the movie as many times as Bond and I have, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, we didn't see it. So that's well, there you good. go. There you go. That is good. So feminist theory of book smart. Mm. The, the books. Smart. Good, good. I mean, that's good. In the books. Ah, oh, shit. We talked. We walked on that line. It's so good. Yeah. Fuck. We'll do it on the next it. one. <laughs> what is the true meaning of Christmas according to this movie? Yes, it's been so long. What is the true meaning of Christmas according to Booksmart? Oh, I love this. Argue with people and then make out with them. Mm. Okay, that's one theory. That's one argument. <laughs> so like mistletoe? Yeah, like mistletoe. Mistletoe's Argue with can... people and then make out with them. Yeah, uh-huh. I think the bathroom scene is the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna need to explain yourself. No, no, I think it speaks for itself. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I. Yeah, I no, think, this is pretty uh, open. Shall we can move know, on to the next context? Yeah, <laughs> one for each ghost, baby. <laughs> I don't think that necessarily represents the true meaning of Christmas. It is a meaning of a Christmas party, maybe <laughs> at an office or something. Sure, but they but, exist to argue and make out. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, that's office sure, office right. dynamic. No, you that know, that makes you're sense. Like, yeah. oh, I hate that person uh, across the cubicle from me. I just like they're always so annoying. And then you like look at them a little bit when you're both kind of drunk and you're like oh i'm so turned on and then you make out just like in book smart yeah describe it slower sorry you work in an office it's too slow i can't i can't focus there's a cubicle i can't finish with blank walls you have a framed picture of steve harvey on your desk i'm back (laughs) yeah exactly i'll reel you back in baby you roll out your keyboard you know you sure know how to think like a man steve it's a That's what I yeah, always say fuck. when I see him. Ah, fuck that guy. Yep. Anyway. No, fuck Steve Harvey. Fuck Steve Harvey. You That's know what the I true love? meaning of I love, how many, <laughs> I love how many podcasts and people over the time that I have heard say the specific phrase, fuck Steve Harvey. <laughs> I feel like it's become a thing we're all okay yeah. with. Mm-hmm. And we're I down. love that. Yeah. That's but not good. in the way that he wants us to be down no, with fucking him. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, book smart. True meaning of Christmas. It's about a party. Mm. Okay, yes, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. true. It's about not getting too wrapped up <laughs> in the details of something, in how Christmas is going to go, in how all the presents are being yeah. wrapped, in all of the, if, if oh, I've gotten okay. something for everyone, <laughs> if everybody's going to be able to have a nice time, and like, you know, yeah. he, it's good to be empathetic, it's good to be worried about people and all of that, but the true meaning of Christmas is being with your buds and partying yep. and having a good yeah. time Just gotta and manage accepting. expectations yeah managing expectations mm-hmm. yeah. not yep. being too controlling it can't all go the way you want exactly yes and if somebody makes out with someone that you're not happy about at your family christmas party well that's a problem but that's different find Let's another mistletoe find another mistletoe that's the meaning of christmas card the buster mistletoe. <laughs> okay find it Find yeah, it. That was a find find it. your mistletoe. Find your mistletoe. Find it. Find it. This holiday season. Find, find your, mistletoe. your mistletoe. This holiday season. <laughs> yeah, find it. It's very dissonant. <laughs> In a world. In a world <laughs> where there's mistletoe, <laughs> but you lost it. You have you to find that. your mistletoe. <laughs> this fall on ABC. <laughs> Jeez. It's abrasive and I would never watch it. 
That's my well, review that's, of that pilot. That's hurtful. Yeah, I put a lot of time there. into that. You know what? He's You're right, right here. I'm right here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think okay. that's that's mine. The mine is that's good. You can't worry about the details of Christmas because a lot of people do, and they get really stressed. The Christmas is like one of the most stressful times for a lot of people, and that's yes. silly. Finals should not be stressful. Christmas should not be stressful. It should be a celebration of what you've done, mm-hmm. and I think that's the true meaning of Christmas for okay. Booksmart. I like that. I think mm-hmm. that's that's like what that. I got. Could we make an argument? Mm-hmm. That. This movie is a Christmas Carol, and the three parties are ghosts. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Sure. So Christmas first, past, okay. first ghost. Christmas past. There are no people there because mm-hmm. they have not partied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go to a party yeah, where okay. no one is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see no one's there. The second one is the ghost Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Everyone is pretending to be someone they're not. Yes. Everyone is (laughs) completely fake. They're playing characters. They're not letting themselves be authentic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's all staged and controlled and managed. (laughs) And then there's drugs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Drugs. Uh, drugs, Hey, that Christmas present ghosts like to party. That's true. Drugs (laughs) that anyone (laughs) likes to party. That guy. Hammered the whole time. Oh, that yeah, that dude was a party ghost for sure, <laughs> for sure. Oh man, sexy though, sexy, sexy ghost. Um, the the by the way, the drug the drug freakout that they have yeah. is all about artifice mm. and uh, female empowerment and mm. also body type, mm. mm-hmm. 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 yeah, mm-hmm. and self image. Mm-hmm. Yep, at the same party. Where everyone is pretending to be someone they're not. Mm. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the okay. third party, okay. everyone is authentically themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amy, let's go. She dives into the pool. Mm. She swims That's around. She gets pool. to see people in a way yeah. she's never seen them before. Mm. Yeah. Butts, 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 butts. There's a, there's butts. There's so <laughs> many weird like uh, butts. Um, <laughs> the butts themselves aren't weird. I just mean that it, there's a there's butts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's um, butts. The butts are is, great. Which is you know. Great. Um, you know, they get to be, people get to be themselves. And yes, yeah. that can cause discomfort. Sure. That can cause some, but but it's the future. The future is, the future of their lives after this night. Mm, I see, I like that argument. Everyone gets to, to be themselves. To be themselves. Everyone mm-hmm. opens okay. up, they accept okay. each other. They become yeah. more friendly. They realize that the artifice just isn't working mm. and yeah. that they're ready to move on. So you think that in the Christmas Carol, then, in in some of the some retellings, yeah. Uh, of by the, the way, thing that by the happened, way, I know what you're about yeah. to say, and I can understand why the third one doesn't fit. No, 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 it does. Okay, here's why. So you, in some retellings, the thing that sort of kills or shocks Scrooge out of that dream is the ghost of christmas yet to come revealing its face mm. and it's a skull or it's dead or it's nasty or it's two it's people great. kissing or that it's something both like yeah two exactly people kissing. So it's two uh, two heads kissing <laughs> two themselves. skulls kissing but, but what that <laughs> two skull <laughs> kissing skull kiss oh my god two skulls kissing is the tattoo that i'm gonna get soon like soon, hey guys, like we've after, been two skulls kissing. <laughs> two skulls kissing. Next up is uh, Social Balrog. Thanks social for coming ball. out. <laughs> social Balrog. Uh, Someone needs to call King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and make that their next album. Yeah, they, they, could, they could pull it off. Skull like, kissing sounds a lot like soul coughing. It does. <laughs> it's a soul coughing cover band, yeah. so it, it works hey, out. Hey, nice. Um, <laughs> they also do jars of clay covers. <laughs> Sorry, go oh. on. 
<laughs> Oof. <laughs> See, now I'm making the Christian rock references. <laughs> this, I am the, the bird now. Sorry, Christmas, go on. The ghost of Christmas yet to come, revealing its face mm-hmm. to be a skull, a zombie, etc., is just it being itself. <laughs> And that's what's so scary to Scrooge because he's been lying to himself about that. Sure. So I think you're right. Yeah, this movie also is a Christmas Carol. <laughs> I guess we could also argue that at the end of the third party, everything's bad for the two leads. Sure. They fight. Yeah. The yeah. cops show up. Mm-hmm. Amy gets arrested. Yeah. They go home sad and drunk. Well, Amy doesn't go yeah, home. She goes to I mean, jail. it's not resolved. Like, there's and a it's lot the of next tension. day when yeah. they wake up the morning. Mm. Ah, it's, yeah. what day is this? Mm. Yeah. And she looks at her phone and it's... And it says Christmas Day. It says Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Day. day. Yeah, um, basically Christmas Day because Amy got a number. And she realizes what she has to do. She has to rescue Amy, mm-hmm. go to graduation and tell everyone that it's okay, that she's not going to be fucking Ebenezer Scrooge anymore. No, she's not going to be guy. so controlling and stiff. She yeah. sees them now. That's true. Yeah. Hey, her transformation is very Scrooge-like. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. she becomes a hero of the community kind of on a on a dime. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, know. I mean, yeah. Yes, fair. In terms of what the other people would see, yeah. they'd be like, well, that changed quick. <laughs> right. But of course, right. from an we audience know. perspective, we know. We know the but. journey. But it was kind of like a, oh, she showed up at a party. Now she's like totally different. All yeah. right. Well, fair enough. So obviously it's not nearly as grim as the third I would say uh, it's ghost. pretty much the same amount of grief. <laughs> so is is her acknowledging everybody like that's her Christmas goose she's getting for everybody? The goose, the one, wait, the one as big as me? Okay, um, so, she, so she leaned out the, her own window. This is unpictured. This is one of the deleted scenes. But but Molly goes to her window and looks out and says, you there, speech writer in the street, what day is it? And the speech writer says, day. why, it's graduation day. <laughs> and then she says, oh, go, go, to, go to your desk and write be the greatest speech the the all oh, the one as long as me I'm yes gonna, the speech I'm, as long <laughs> as you and then and that's the present that uh that's gonna, the christmas goose. i'm gonna amend that slightly it's yeah. jared she just <laughs> tosses yeah. her speech at him it's like oh it's as long as me like that a, yeah perfect yeah. yes yeah. and it. that's why she has his because it's written on a and scroll. that happens and that scene is well the scene of him mm. being enlisted isn't there but <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's why he goes to the yeah, yeah. yeah perfect i love it you do you there jared in the street <sighs> Jared in the street, but I'm Ollie in the sheets. Gigi in the street. I don't even know what that means. I would. Yeah, what? I think I would rather be a Jared in the streets and a and a Gigi in the sheets. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I don't think your I would, lovers I would, be, would enjoy you know you being a Gigi in the sheets. I don't know, <laughs> it man. Depends. Uh, it depends on the Gigi. There's she's a got a lot of energy. That's true. <laughs> she gets very wet and very dry in a rapid succession. <laughs> See, she knows that, where all the parties are. Here, let me tell you a little. <laughs> she no, needs some no, rubbing no, alcohol because no, no, nothing no. else is working. <laughs> no, let's, let's go. A lot of the things you said are big red flags sexually. <laughs> she, well, she's a golden concept. starfish. <laughs> 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 I can just keep listing no, lines keep of hers from yeah, the movie. It's, it's great. great. Yeah. Um, uh, the getting very wet and very dry. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. She yeah, can light them yeah. up, though. She can bring the fireworks. Light them up, bring up, the up, fireworks. up, up, up. Okay, that's fair. She yeah, can. she can bring the fireworks. She'll fight you to the death. Mm. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I want that in the bedroom. Yeah, baby. Oh, well, so <laughs> we're talking about Christmas. <laughs> 
right? That's what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're Folks, doing. We're all here talking about Christmas. <laughs> it was a Christmas Carol it, for for most of the time. Yeah, I we did, did kind of. I did kind of transition yeah. into Christmas good. Carol. But yeah. yeah. So but the, the true meaning of Christmas, the true I think, speaks to Christmas your is, your thing. Mm-hmm. My thing is just an illustration of your thing. My sort thing of. is just like they tell yeah. the story of controlling versus mm. you know being yeah. free and being with friends right. and family and loving mm. everyone yeah and my version of that was and here's how mm. and it's like a don't christmas be a carol. it don't is be very a christmas carol it's like hey you know what loosen up a little mm-hmm. and yeah. learn to be vulnerable and submit to the love of the people around you because they submit want to love you to the love <laughs> submit to the love maybe submit to the love is a pretty gross way to refer to <laughs> sex i think <laughs> no not sex they didn't it doesn't perfume it doesn't just end in an orgy Shout out to the movie Perfume. Shout out to Perfume. We should do Perfume sometime. If you're listening, Perfume. Actually, we probably shouldn't. Ben Mm. Gibbard, if you're listening, watch Perfume. You have to tell everyone about this, and you should watch Perfume. If you you should. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. It's pretty good. Um, (laughs) Dustin Hoffman's in it. He wears a wig. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It sure is. Mm. Ben Wishaw. Mm. Ben Wishaw. Okay. That's nothing. Uh, all right. Do you guys have any other thoughts on the true meaning of Christmas according to Booksmart? Uh, no. So true meaning of Christmas is that Booksmart is a Christmas Carol. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It is a Lord of the Rings, and it is a Christmas Carol. It's a Christmas Carol starring Kate Blanchett. And much, <laughs> <laughs> much like a Christmas Carol in Lord of the Rings, that context is done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Norm MacDonald. <laughs> Thank you so much. <sighs> just stepped on it last just time. I'm not giving it to you again. <laughs> That's fair. That's very All right. good. That's, uh, I, I deserve that. All right, here we go. One more, guys. Let's do this. If a character got a spinoff, which would it be and what would it be like? It would be called Ladybird. <laughs> and this Beanie does, would be in it. I do love the idea that this is like a pseudo sequel to mm-hmm. Ladybird. It brings um, up one of my favorite things about this movie and that it is a sequel to Ladybird yes. and you cannot convince me otherwise. I mean, it, it literally doesn't make sense, but it also yeah. tonally yeah, right. makes doesn't sense. Make sense. It totally <laughs> doesn't <laughs> really make sense. And um, literally also doesn't make sense, but it's fine. But it's so it. much fun, though. But it's so much fun. So spinoff. There's a spin-off. lot of characters. There's so many characters, that could guys. Be spinoff worthy. I've okay. Let's all pick one in our heads for a second. Just think. Okay. What's one? Pick one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pick just one. I want to pick. We'll start I with just one. We'll start with just one. We can spin <laughs> off to others if we think of other ones as we go. Okay. Okay. Yep. You got it. All right. Okay. I got mine. Okay. I got mine. I gotta look up the name though. Oh, I know I'm trying to guess who Vons is. Well, we've already said the name. I'm just really bad with names. No, that's okay. no, that's fine. I should I should look at them too. Yeah, there's so many fucking names in this movie too. It's very true. And some of them they only say like once or twice. Like yeah. fucking Trevor, they only say like when they're describing what happens at the party when someone like Trevor ate a ghost pepper. And that's <laughs> yeah. literally yeah. the only time they say yeah. his name in the movie. And I only caught it the fourth time I saw it. Okay. See, I don't know the like literal name for mine either, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay, That's perfect. Fine. All right, on three? Yes. One, two, three. The principal. Jared. George. I wanted to say Joe. Jared. Okay. You said George. Mm-hmm. I said Jared. You said the principal. Yeah, baby. Uh, okay. All these movies. Okay. Yes. Also, that they're all dudes. The boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's but true. They're so good. They're so fucking they're so good. good. Well, yeah. they're so they're the like the broad they're broad characters. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess Jared a little bit less so. I mean, he that's does how we can stuff, that's how we get away with it. They're broads. <laughs> oh no. We'll call these kind of characters broads. <laughs> Just kidding. Cut that, please. <laughs> it's, all right. no, it's all right. We know. We know you're not it's serious. All right. Here's my argument for Jared. Okay. I think Jared. Uh, you is, don't have to argue. I want it. Uh, yeah. Don't I, want I, I want it too. Pitch me because on one, it. it could be really funny. Two, I think it could actually be a similar movie to Booksmart in the way that he goes on his own journey of learning who he is and trying to. It's an identity thing. I mean, his character's arc is very short, but he's a weird little guy, mm-hmm. and he has a lot going on that's pretty relatable. He's like kind of has money and like. His parents bought friendship and like there's a that. lot of white men <laughs> in society right now that could watch Jared Booksmart to Jared style and to Jared to this time it's me Jared with a <laughs> Daft Punk helmet on. That's the whole title. Yep. <laughs> uh, and learn from it and maybe would go into it thinking, oh, cool, like a fun bro party movie and then come out of it being like, oh, my God, I'm a part of so many toxic cycles. I mean, that's the dream, but <laughs> obviously that's probably not what would actually happen to a lot of people that wouldn't saw it. But I like the idea of tricking people into going to see a, what they think is going to be a party movie about a cool guy named Jared and finding out it's actually about an introspective guy named Jared who is vulnerable and maybe loses a lot of friends along the way, but becomes a truer version of himself yeah. and a better and person. Yeah. The, the, the societal mm-hmm. expect- yep. expectations. I, like that's what I want to see. Type. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I tell you? <laughs> I just realized that I would watch a movie that is simultaneous to Booksmart about all of these characters. Yes. That yeah. would be yeah. fucking incredible. Not even a spinoff that's a different story. But like, what are they up to Within when the, the same action that isn't day? happening? Yes. 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 Jesus. Because with How many movies Jared's can you off say screen that so much. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. true. Because mm. all of the fucking characters have such interesting arcs and they all evolve yeah. by the end, mm-hmm. even when we're not watching them. Yeah. It's, mm. there's so, so much that could happen. So much that could happen. <laughs> so much. So much that could happen. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. That's fun. I love that. That would one. be huh. a that would be a pretty cool, like maybe not full length movie for each one, but like half hour. I think Jared's should be, because his is be. like the most I think of the side characters, his is the most unusual. Mm-hmm. His yeah. is the one where you think like his archetype isn't even it's not even really an archetype that can be pinned because you see mm-hmm. like rich white dudes a lot you <laughs> yes, very rarely do. see them that insecure from the right. get-go like yeah. from right. the get-go he is like very needy very much wants attention gets everyone those t-shirts with his face on them <laughs> gives jessica williams a present and one of my favorite lines ever is uh hey here's my here's a present for my favorite teacher jared you're not my student i've heard great things line. um like there's just so much going on with that character that I've I've never really seen in that there isn't really a type for that so I'd yeah. love to see a greater exploration of yeah. him. Um, mm. George I think also like is pretty yeah. broad, but yeah. I think you could do a lot. Well, yeah, you could do like a whole like Hamlet two style Shakespeare in the parking lot <laughs> kind of thing, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or have him mm. uh, just living up in Barcelona. Barcelona, Barcelona. <laughs> lots of lots of flashbacks to Barcelona. Yes. Jacques, it's all exclusively flashbacks. Jacques, Oh, we'd get to really, see the rousing really game of Jacques. So right, I also, would love to see that party actually and yeah. how it plays out. Like and he ends up in the closet. Intrigued. We know. Yeah. 
he got he the like Alan tells Gigi like George locked himself in the closet. Yeah, that sounds very entertaining. That sounds it, interesting. Yeah, I'm down. Clearly, his family dynamics are weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? When He's his little butler? sister in a ballerina's office gives him the finger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I swear to fucking god. <laughs> yeah, that uh, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. It could be cool. It could be unpacked. It could be great. And clearly a lot of pent up emotion when he sings. Yes. He sings so, so wonderful. He and yes. Alan clearly have a lot of love hate stuff going mm-hmm. on. There's, there's some... Yeah, he calls him out. Yeah. George calls out Alan. You ought to know, Alan. Accidentally. You gotta know. You ought to know, Alan. You yeah, that was after he put the mic in his yeah. mouth. Him deep throating the microphone is one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen in a movie in my life. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Oh, I know happened. I was next to yeah. you, and Ooh. I like, and I was like cry yeah, laughing I the couldn't. first time. Yeah, I that was our third time seeing it at that yeah. point. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Everyone, so it's wonderful. Everybody I've seen that movie with loves that. Mm-hmm. Like my mom wasn't so a funny. huge fan of that movie, mm-hmm. but that scene is just so funny. So you can't good. deny it. Mm-hmm. It's such a good performance. You ought to and know. He really, he really puts so much into that <laughs> performance in that scene. Anyway, um, the tongue work is just—it's <laughs> just something else. But yeah, you're right. George yeah. would be great. George, George I think, would be super I think he could have a, a, a rich life. God, even Amy's parents, because I mean, you got—they were my yeah. dark horse pick. Yeah, yeah, so good. Jesus, because they're hilarious, and I really yeah. think you could do a whole comedy based on them. Yeah, with them, like one of the central it's like a themes blockers is them kind of trying thing. to figure out if their daughter's gay. Right, <laughs> because like, that was like a big like. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, they knew yes. they were accepting of like, it. They were yeah. accepting of it, but like, like they didn't... them like finding the tools of like to be the most supportive they can be. Like yeah. that's kind of the story. Yeah, yeah like, that would be yeah. really interesting. Yep. It would probably end up being bad if like the central joke was that the characters were just pretending to be gay to like right. trick them into being supportive. Right. That's not a great like moral. If the main characters are the parents, that seems a little weird. Right. They do. What that opening conflict? No, because I think at the end, like I mean, in the end, they accept that Amy's gay. Mm, I think the only person mm. who's fucking with them is Molly. Yeah, Very Molly true. is Molly the only is one who's like, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> confusing them. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, but that would be that would be cool. I mean, they're hilarious. Yeah, like, I, meant, oh, I meant supporter specifically of Amy, not like the relationship mm, that Amy. Mm, and yeah, yeah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. God, me being your dad. Oh my god. Dude, I was just listening to I can't remember which Kevin Smith podcast it was, but he literally called that line out specifically and it delighted me to know it. Delivery is so but, perfect. Yeah. It, like he turns like that. Like just the snap <laughs> it's just like uh, what is it? Cheese and salami being your dad. Like it's just <laughs> instant. It's uh fucking Will Forte is a yep. genius. Yeah, uh, and Lisa Kudrow. God, yeah. yeah. Will and Lisa Ling Ling as a all <laughs> oh, the Ling Ling scene. Mm-hmm. Is Ling Ling the One Ring, the Ring of Power? <gasps> the One Ling, mm. <laughs> One Ling to rule them all. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, okay, um, perfect. Could be. Yeah, maybe that's the summer yeah. month. So I think I think they would make a good good spinoff. Yeah, yeah. they'd be, be fun. They'd be good. Yeah. Um, so the answer to like this context is everyone. Parenting, kind, yeah, pretty much everyone. Yeah. yeah. Now. The principal would yeah, what be... what about this guy? Now, this <laughs> Mostly one would his be... Uber nightlife style. Because he's like... got that going say, on. This would be the, like, <laughs> the most cynical, grim version mm. of all of these movies. More like AP okay. Bio-ish. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. But, like, if, if the guy from AP Bio was also very dumb. Oh. Yes. Okay, yes. Because <laughs> so yeah, like... that's not the case in AP Bio. <laughs> so it's like you mash <laughs> Patton Oswalt's character and Glenn Howerton's character together. Yep. Where he's like cynical mm. and a dick, and he's also dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like willfully aloof. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like um, 
I was thinking of the movie Bad Words, that Jason Bateman yeah. movie. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not quite the same because in that movie, Jason Bateman has is like kind of like an evil mastermind. Yeah. You find out throughout the course of the thing, oh, but so like good. underrated. But but yes, it is super <laughs> underrated. Um, but a similar performance, I think, mm-hmm. of him just like just kind of shitting on kids the whole time <laughs> like, just like he wants nothing to do with kids and every time he encounters the kids from his school in life it is a, it is like an emotional disaster for him <laughs> um and then yeah the fucking just him driving people around maybe it is just him driving people mm. yeah like, it's like experimental yeah. movie I would yes. love that yeah it's lock but it's with uh, <laughs> but with yeah. people in the backseat I like yep. it it's phone booth, but in a car. Or is it taxi driver, but with this principal? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Just gets real dark. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, no, but yes. Or it's the transporter, but with this principal. Yes. He Instead thinks of, it's the transporter. He thinks it is. He thinks it's the transporter, but actually it's like taxi with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> and oh, Queen Latifah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's yeah. probably that. Yeah. So that one would be maybe not quite as good. But as an idea, it, ex- <laughs> it, has, it, it, has it can be done. I think I Jessica would, Williams might have actually, uh, Mrs. Uh, Miss Nice. Miss Fine might yeah. have actually Fine, been better. Miss Fine, not Miss Nice. It's, 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 it's a word that means, yeah. yeah. She would be a great choice. <laughs> she would be a good one, too. Miss actually, I think Fine. finding out what happened, why she got banned from Jamba Juice. That would be a wonderful. Or not even finding out that, <laughs> but like her trying to go to a Jamba Juice. <laughs> and like it, not, like I I honestly don't think that there's any explanation for what happened that could be funnier than no. whatever is going on. No. In your head, right. Which is why that joke works. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But her trying to go to a Jamba Juice. So wait, the whole movie is her just trying to go to Jamba Juices. Okay, that wasn't my plan. <laughs> but that's fine. My that's plan was fun. still I still like the idea of it being a parallel story <gasps> to books. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because yeah. she goes through a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it fucking ends with her sleeping with one of her yeah. students. <laughs> oh. and like, yeah, that's a weird that's got plot line. That's a weird thread. I mean, that and then guy clearly is much being older into than it, anyone. he's warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she goes up to that girl and like yeah. purrs in her ear, but it's that's he not... thinks she thinks it's him. It's like I think there's something to explore there that they didn't have time for. No, yeah, but that not. is okay. This is definitely uh, complicated and it's graduation <laughs> he's getting out of there yeah he's old enough it's fine yeah but also it's complicated because yeah. that means yeah. something about her and her interest in people that she teaches and like maybe she has to work through that well and her character um, has serious her character has one of the more interesting reverse arcs of the film because every other character you see a lot of their like flaws and their broad sort of exemplifications of whatever they are in the early part and then they become more like fleshed out and usually more redemptive as they go along with yes. her she is already kind of the like stand and deliver great teacher that everybody yeah. loves mm-hmm. and she's the one who rescues them and gives them clothes and talks about loving gilmore girls and is just like giving them good advice and then she goes to this party yeah. and makes some bad choices. It makes some bad choices <laughs> and then embarrasses herself at the graduation. But at the same time, like it's never enough to be yeah. like, she's not good at her job or anything right. like right. that, but more just like, okay, no, there is some definitely an underbelly to it's, your it's, personality. Yeah. Mm. She's definitely like, there's a lapse that happens. And then like <laughs> her, <laughs> like roaring into the, into the girl, into the wrong person's <laughs> ear, just kind of like jumps her out of it. Oh mm. God, that's so that scene, man. Every, Jessica Williams, everyone <laughs> in this movie is so good. Yeah, 
I want to see more of everybody in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Spin them all off. Spin them off. I read or do uh, like Marvel one shot styles on the Blu-ray or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, there's going to be so many fucking deleted scenes. Do you know be. that the the like bit with the the dolls was like twice as long? Jesus. In the original cut, and it featured an entire chase sequence with a Roomba that they spent <laughs> five months animating. Oh that's my not God. even a joke. Oh, so it was sucks. done and finished, and they just decided to cut it, cut oh, it for time. Those poor oh. animators. I mean, I and get also it. because I think they probably wanted it to be less about like goofy antics yeah. with a, yeah. with a Roomba, well, you and more get about the story like, going too. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and more about the sort of like relationship with the female form and yeah. that whole that works thing. better in the movie, right? The yeah. Roomba chase scene. Oh man, but, but yeah, that better be on the Roomba chase scene. Exactly, that better be on the Blu-ray. They gotta put it in there. They gotta get it out. Um, okay, well, <laughs> hey guys, we talked about Booksmart. We talked yeah, about Booksmart. We, we yeah. did it in a whole bunch of ways. Yeah. How, how many? Can I say one? What's one of the ways? The first way we talked about it, or one of the, one ways, of the ways we, we talked, talked about, about it, it was, is this movie Lord of the Rings? Oh, I and it that. is. It's so good. We talked about feminist theory. We sure did. Then we talked about what the true meaning of Christmas is, according to Booksmart. Mm. That's true. And then finally, we talked about how we would spin it off, or... And one of the other ways we talked about it was how we would spin uh, it off. The final way. Beyblade style. I'm not going to like mix them around. <laughs> Beyblade. Beyblade style. <laughs> how we would spin oh, it off. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's are really cool. good. I like <laughs> They're for the cool kids, Christian. Yeah. That's true. That's Haven't true. true. That's Pokemon's true. so basic. Oh, uh, Pokemon's <laughs> so basic. Do those cards even spin? I don't think so. Do those cards even spin? Bro. Bro. <laughs> um, I think the reason these four were easier to recall than the others, at least for me, is that I was so happy when every single one of <laughs> yeah. them came up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I was like, oh, I get to talk about this. This is mm-hmm. so fun for me. For me. Maybe it's just me. Selfish. But for me. Selfish. Um, so, oh, guys. Yeah. Guys, guys, guys. Well, that's another one in the books. Oh, you got it in there. Thank Oh, I get it. Thank you. Smart. Thank you. Oh. <sighs> Folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been Contextual Deviants. We do this kind of thing all the time. This is the first time we've done a movie that's in theaters. If this was in any way interesting to you or enjoyable to you or was a good idea or was a bad idea and you hated it, <laughs> let us know. Uh, reach out to us at contextualdeviants at gmail.com or tweet at us at textdeviants or talk to us on our Facebook page, Contextual Deviants. You can find us there. In the meantime... Matt, do you have any plugs for us this week? Oh shit! Let's start with uh, yeah. 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 Um. Well, my Twitter is at nbonbon. Um. Mainly retweets still. Uh. Sometimes some righteous fury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh. Yeah. Not not a lot to see there. Um. But uh. The bit of pop culture I want to impart on people this week is. A show that if you're listening to this podcast, you're prob- you probably listen to other podcasts. Mm, bet. Uh, and you've probably already heard people give this a lot of acclaim because season two just dropped. But Fleabag is fucking wonderful. I, I keep meaning to get around to that. It's so good. It's six half hour episodes per season. So it's really just a six hour commitment to get to the whole thing. And it is so worth it. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is one of the funniest people on the planet. <laughs> nice. So funny. Excellent. So Fleabag funny. on yes. Amazon. Amazon okay. Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's what engines sound like. Yeah, prime the engine. You do have to. Yeah, you need to. 
David, want- do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. I wasn't going to let you continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'd like to plug my podcast where Bon and I talk about engines. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. where, and how to prime them, basically. Yeah. We don't actually talk about them we just talk about what to do with them yeah. to get them to do other things yeah and this you is order them to get that two-day shipping and this is a podcast yeah. yeah yeah it's called uh we're doing it now prime directive you, uh, oh i love it that's <laughs> too good uh so it's it's actually happening right right now this is yeah, the first episode in it, yeah oh it's simul it's being simulcast and please welcome our guest creation <laughs> oh no I, I don't care for this Hmm. Well, another hour to the clock. That's what <laughs> oh, one of our boy. guests says. I don't care for this. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand why. It's no one almost likes like podcast. it's almost like this is a show that cannot sustain more than like five minutes <laughs> of Challenge material. Accepted, baby. Okay, go ahead. All right. I would actually like to plug two other podcasts that I'm on. Those are the main things that I'd like to plug. One is called The Fable Forge. It's a D&D storytelling podcast. The other one is called Hypotheticast. It is a show where we explore the world of hypothetical questions. It's mm. funny, mostly. And then sometimes it's serious, but mostly it's pretty funny. Most, mostly it's pretty Most, funny. Mostly it's pretty funny. I talk about butts. Nah. I don't know. Nah. That's what happens. Yeah, meat and butts. Meat and butts. Meat and butts. Two of the big three. What's Two. the other one? Tune in next week. <laughs> Speaking of Righteous Fury on Twitter, I don't know if you saw this, but I found out yesterday that I have been blocked by Dave Rubin in the Rubin Report. Why? Yeah, I because he <laughs> fucked Dave Rubin. Oh yeah, was, but and I'll tell him. What did so. you say? I've told him so. Oh, you just <laughs> said. You, oh, you just said fuck Dave Rubin. No, I mean I probably. Fuck you? I probably yeah. Well, probably. Okay. That was probably part of what I said. <laughs> I, I normally don't just stick with fuck you unless it's like someone mm-hmm. who's like real low on the totem pole. Yeah. With Dave Rubin, it's more that he's an enabler of fuckboyism and mm. <clears throat> is an idiot and says and does dumb things, but he's not like as explicitly evil as some people. Mm. He just gives them a platform. Mm. Like Lauren Southern and Milo Yiannopoulos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have been yep. on his yeah. fucking yeah. show. Yeah. It's Dennis Prager. Yuck. Yeah. And he has a pay-to-play partnership with Learn Liberty, which is a Koch huh. Brothers organization. Yikes. Mm. But he claims he's a liberal. Oh, cool. Neat. Yeah. You know what's funny? I always thought the Ruben report was about Ruben Stuttered and just like what he's up to. Yeah. But you know, I would Maybe that's much rather that was the <laughs> yeah. case. Has he booked Tulsi on his show? I don't know, but I wouldn't Seems be surprised. Like <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked Seems at all. Like a you should recommend it to him. Well, like he, was, he was going off on, I don't know if you saw this whole Vox Steven Crowder thing that's going on. It, you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. But Dave Rubin, <laughs> never mind. Are you plugging all this? <laughs> yeah, I would like to plug the Rubin report. Follow, follow, follow my tweets about Steven Crowder being basically mm-hmm. a, a, a diet Nazi and Dave Rubin coming to his defense against Vox mm, for some yikes. dumb reason. Why, um, why you do. Yeah, so. Why you enjoy, do this. The internet's great. Uh, the next year of political you coverage is going to be nothing but great. No one is going to be mad mm-hmm. about anything. Yeah, the world right. is going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, and so I'd like to plug uh, this show and uh, the warmth that it brings me in mm. my heart Amen. and will the Amen. shield uh, on my emotions that it, it <laughs> builds for me Amen. as things continue. Mm. Amen. Amen. I was waiting for the actual end of the prayer. Amen. 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 That one's in the books. Smart. Amen. Smart. It's in the books. Smart. 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 We're whispering now. This is good radio. This is our ASMR. Clive Owen. <laughs> Next week, our guest will be. Oh God, that sound! Owen. I hate it. I hate it. Doesn't give you the crinkle tinkles. No. Uh, David, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week? <laughs> I sure do. This is just—it's appropriate for multiple reasons that we've discussed recently. Whew. 
the moderate liberal lusts for the willed surplus underneath the cash. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at taxdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day!